This is Robert Brathe, and I'm here this morning with Jennifer Harris from InspectPoint, a cloud-based solution that facilitates NFPA inspections. Good morning, Jennifer. Hello, thanks for having me. Are you enjoying the cold weather we're having? Oh, uh, yesterday I braved the snow and came in, so. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. I, I was lucky enough to sleep in one of my schools. Yeah, uh, yeah, clothes. yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, how you got started with, uh, well, tell us what, what InspectPoint is first. So um, InspectPoint is, like you mentioned, a cloud-based solution for NFPA inspections. Um, pretty much um, fire protection contractors, fire protection companies um, can use our software to perform these inspections. Uh, they can use it for fire sprinkler inspections, fire alarms, fire extinguishers. Um, it, we basically remove the paper. Uh, you'd be surprised how much paper there still is in this industry. So um, we have them use our software. Um, it's on an iPad in the field and then a full back end that they can generate reports and do all that fun stuff with. Great. So. Uh, what inspired you to get into this line of work? So it's kind of random. Um, my fiance and I, who's also a, a partner in InspectPoint, um, we had a, a small consulting company beforehand to Penguin Studios. And um, our friend Phil, who's also in the area, knows a fire protection company. Mm -hmm. uh, they came to us and they said, uh, you know, our, we have this software, it doesn't work, can you help us? And so we took a look and we said, sure, we can definitely do this. And then we just sort of saw an opportunity. There's other software on the market, um, but we saw an opportunity to kind of shake things up and make it new and modern. And so we built it for them. They were customer zero and we've gone from there. Terrific, yeah. It looks like you've been around a couple of years, which yep. is terrific. And they've got different templates on there, electric flow meter, diesel flow meter. So if somebody wants to um, take a look at the software, what's kind of the process in terms of getting involved with using InspectPoint? So they'll, uh, they'll either call us. Um, we have our phone number on the website. Um, most of the people, though, will fill out a lead form. Um, also referrals. We have been getting a lot of referrals from our customers, so yay. Um, but usually they'll fill out a lead form. Um, we do a 30-minute demo with them. Uh, we ask them questions like, what are your biggest pain points? Uh, how can we help you? Why are you looking for software? Uh, we also want to know what you inspect. Uh, so are, is it fire sprinklers only? Do you do all three? Um, is there a form that you might not, that we might not offer that you want? Um, our software, we've built it so it's really flexible and adaptable. So uh, we're able to add new features, we're able to add new systems and assets and equipment that um, at, a, at a faster speed than I think other that other companies that are doing this can. Terrific. Um, shifting a little bit to your background, uh, so I see you're a SAGE graduate. And yes. How did uh, going to school kind of prepare you for becoming a, an entrepreneur? Well, I <laughs> when I went to SAGE, and I know my family would probably disagree with this, but I was sort of, I was very quiet. <laughs> I didn't really, I mean, I did theater and everything, but I was quiet. Um, SAGE kind of broke me out of my shell. Uh, it is a small school, and I got involved in a lot of activities there, like student government. I got involved with rally, and I think that school sort of helped me get my voice. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to school to be a teacher. Uh, that didn't really work out, but um, I think it sort of prepared me to be able to, I do training now for InspectPoint. So to create the training curriculum and 
deliver the training and support that they need. So Terrific. Uh, you've had some experience with some local companies, which is great, uh, before you got into your startup. So talk a little bit more about uh, Two Penguin, uh, which you said you started with your fiance and partner yeah. and, uh, and how, that, uh, how that's worked out for you. So like you mentioned, I did work in a couple companies in the area. Um, and you know, we, my fiance and I were, had this entrepreneurial bug. Um, we really wanted to start something of our own. Uh, we found a couple projects and we really wanted to travel. So we combined all of that together, and Two Penguin Studios was sort of a mobile uh, project that we did. So we had a couple clients, and we traveled the world while we were doing it. We went to Bali, Thailand, Australia. We lived in Austin for a little bit, and then in Ireland. Um, and it was in Ireland that we started doing InspectPoint, and that's when we realized this is far too big of an idea and far too difficult to do from the road. So sure. that's when we came back here. Good. Uh, I've been looking at different cities, uh, although I love it here and I'm going to stay here. Uh, and you mentioned being in Austin for a yeah. little bit. Uh, a recent report came out, I think it was U.S. News, that uh, Austin's the number one city for startups. Uh, but Albany is in uh, the top 30, at least, mm -hmm. uh, for places to live and startups and so on. Uh, and actually, I think that report was related to you know where, where people want to live. What do you think it could take uh, to maybe make Albany more Austin-like? You know, what are, what are some things you might like to see around here that maybe you had in Austin? I don't know. I mean, Austin, Austin, that whole keep Austin weird thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, Austin was a, a great city. I also didn't live in Austin in the summertime. Okay. So <laughs> that, <laughs> that makes a big difference. Yes, that would change things a little bit. Um, I think there's a lot of what is in Austin is here in the capital region. There's what makes Austin great is that there's live music, there's great food, there's all of that in Troy too. Sure. Um, there is a buzz and an excitement of, around businesses. I mean, Facebook was there, and oh, now I'm drawing a blank on every other business that was possibly there. But I know Facebook was there, and they had an office. And that was exciting, but there's the same stuff here too. I mean, you've got, you know, companies that are taking investment here and you're watching them grow and that's exciting. I think that's a little bit, Austin is established. Troy is Austin maybe 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know though, I wasn't there 10 sure. years ago, so. <laughs> Good, again, we're here with Jennifer Harris, co-founder of InspectPoint. Uh, what made you choose, uh, I know there's different platforms out there, uh, what uh, got you to do the uh, the iPad platform uh, for your uh, app? So that would definitely be um, uh, Pat and, and Phil, um, they're on the development side. Um, iOS, is, it's just, it's easier. Um, sure. It's We also went with it too because from a support perspective, um, when someone calls from the field, we don't have to ask, okay, what tablet are you using? Are you using Android? Are you using Surface? Are you using an iPad? Okay, well, what what version of that Android are you using? What operating system is it working on? So now when someone calls for support in the field, we can just say, okay, click this little I button, tell me what version of the app you're on. And then we can just proceed with support from there. So from a perspective, perspective of support, mm -hmm. um, but then also from a development perspective, I think they prefer iOS. Great. Uh, what are some of the different uh, support options at InspectPoint? So say, let somebody adopts your software, um, uh, you know, a certain company, 
what are, what can they expect in terms of uh, either levels of support or yep. some of the options you offer? So um, our first level is just email support. Um, that usually comes with our, our, our first plan. Our pricing and all of our supports depend upon the number of technicians. That's how we charge. Um, so basically number of iPad logins. Um, so there's the email support. Uh, next level up, we have uh, phone support. Um, and then the next level up, we have a dedicated, basically, support person that you would call every time. All of our customers can use email support. Um, there's a support button inside of our product that you just click, and it just basically sends a support ticket to us. Then we work our tickets from there. Um, or you could call, or you have a dedicated support staff. So. <laughs> Terrific. Uh, support's important uh, when you're an entrepreneur. and. Uh, what are some ways uh, your company uh, gets to know other companies in terms of networking in the area? What have you found to be successful ways that you get to meet people? Uh, other fire protection companies or just other, just in general? Other, in general, yeah. The garage has been a huge help for us. Um, just, of course, being in this environment, you're constantly seeing new people. Um, be, there's the board upstairs that sort of just tells you who everyone is and what they can do and... Um, I know there's going to be more events to sort of networking between here. Um, there are events in the area like the Tech Valley event. We've gone to a couple of them. Um, and then just sort of, you know, oh, you should really talk to so-and-so. Sure. A lot, lot of that, too. Good, good. Uh, what were some of the influences for you uh, in terms of uh, whether it be uh, a book you read, a, a person you met, uh, give us some examples of some things that kind of steered you into uh, being the successful business person you are today. Um, I, I think it may sound a little cliche, but when we first started Two Penguin Studios, it was the four-hour work week. Um, that I, I was like, I can work four hours a week? That's awesome. <laughs> um, then I realized quickly that that's, that's not realistic so um but that just sort of got me into thinking i could do something on my own and a lot of the skills that i've developed i've taught myself or learned or read books on and i think that's what what sparked it but just this idea that i could do something on my own sure. that's crazy and make money doing it this is great <laughs> yeah that's one of my favorite books too and i think uh four hours as you said you know for an entrepreneur is a little bit uh, unrealistic yeah. a lot of the principles in there of, of how to make your life a lot more efficient yeah um certainly uh are helpful um We've all, I think, taken a route of uh, you know, doing different things in, in, in your uh, background uh, with a couple of different companies and even doing some time in uh, corporate America. Yes. Um, uh, it's fascinating. So talk, talk to us a little bit about uh, how you know, working for other people um, shaped you in terms of you know, maybe helping you set up some systems in your business and so on. Yeah. I mean, definitely when you work with other people, you see things you like and you don't like, right? Um, when I was at um, Target, I feel like that is where I really learned how to manage people. Mm -hmm. um, I was in charge of a group of people. Uh, I was in charge of the soft lines department. So trying to figure out how to manage all these different personalities, um, all these different backgrounds, that's where I really sort of, of learned management, I think. Um, other, the other places, um, like when I worked at Autotask and Apprenda, um, I, I learned a lot of just how 
tech companies work in different departments. Mm-hmm. And I learned I learned a lot. I'd say about like I said the like you mentioned the processes, um, how to set objectives, how to set goals, um, how to if you're not hitting your target or you're not hitting your goal, how do you pivot? What are the resources you need? Um, especially when I was at Autotask, I learned just how to get all the different uh, assets you need just to run one simple email campaign and how to pull in other departments and how to work effectively with them. Um, so, Great. Uh, a lot of businesses are founded off of uh, some sort of adversity. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe talk to us a little, little bit about maybe a, a, a difficulty or a challenge, whether it be a customer or a, a situation that helped make you a stronger business professional. Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> um, oh, okay, so I did start one company. This was when we first tried getting into this whole entrepreneur game, and we learned quickly uh, that you need to do certain things. Um, <laughs> we, we, had a, we thought we had a great idea. Uh, it was going to be the next big fitness phase. And uh, we poured a lot of money into a website, and it never went anywhere. Wow. Um, and that's when we learned, okay, maybe we need to now start trying to find product fit. Is yes. anyone going to buy anything <laughs> from us? Um, and we, I, think we need, I think we really needed to learn that lesson before. Unfortunately, we poured a lot of money into a website, like I said, but we, we needed to learn it. You, you, need to, you need to take certain steps. You might think it's great. But if no one's going to buy it from you, then it's going nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> you know, finding a need and filling it. You yes, know, Really yes. discovering that there's uh, customers uh, uh, for what you have to offer. Yes. Uh, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who is uh, maybe thinking about going out on their own uh, that you wish somebody maybe had given you before you got started? Patience. Um, I am not known for being the most patient person. Um and I have learned that this takes time mm-hmm. and you will not see results immediately. It, it just it won't happen. Um, it's a grind and there are highs and there are lows and you have to be patient through the lows and then at the same time be patient during the highs because you know that a low may come next. Um, yes, patience. Patience. <laughs> Very good. Um, and you're looking over uh, you know, at inspectpoint.com where you can check out some of the features. They've got a number of different pricing options. And uh, you know, pricing is very important. And um, what, what were some of the thoughts in terms of looking at different options? Did you always say, well, we'll go with three options? Was there ever a time where you thought maybe four? What, what, what do you find is a good number of options to give a customer when they're looking at using a, a service like yours? We... we sort of looked at a bunch of other different um, SaaS companies out there. Uh, what what was working? Uh, how were they pricing things? Um, then we also went to our competitors. How were they pricing as well? Um, we went with three options. That's what we found was the most comfortable, especially when people are just trying to look at the website and figure it out. Three seemed to be the best. Mm-hmm. We did have a, we do have a fourth option. Uh, that's for what would our enterprise um, over ten techs. Um, they they get um, special things. It just requires a lot more on our end. Um, three works, but we're actually also 
now looking to possibly reevaluate pricing. Mm -hmm. I think pricing is a constant, um, I can't think of the word for it now, but it's, it's always changing. Sure. You always have to be evaluating your pricing. Um, so while we have three now, it is something we're evaluating and we're constantly evaluating. Great. Um, I see one of the things uh, that's a great feature of your uh, inspect point software is being able to do inspections right from the iPad. Yes. So talk a little bit about uh, that for our listeners in terms of uh, ease of use or some features of that that people would find handy. So like I mentioned before, our customers use either other software that's just sort of outdated. Um, they're using Palm Pilots. Um, they have to use these uh, private uh, scanning things, uh, equipment that that's just specific to that other company, or they're using paper. Mm-hmm. Um, our software, it just makes it easy. Uh, the, the person in the back end schedules out an inspection. Uh, say all of a sudden they forget that there needs to be a fire pump on there, but if you've already gone out and you don't have your fire pump form, well, oh, you can't do your fire pump inspection. Mm-hmm. Our software, the person in the back end can add it. You do a little pull to refresh on your iPad, it's there. You start your inspection, all of the questions that you need to ask are right there on the iPad. Um, if you need to document a deficiency, something is wrong, you can take a note of it, use the iPad camera to take a photo of it, and then you just send it back to the office. Um, before, if you didn't, if you had to take a picture, you would come back and text someone a picture or hand them a thumb drive, and then that person in the back office would have to go, okay, well, well what question is this for? I have no idea. Sure. Um, so this just makes it easy. It prints right on the report, attaches to it, and then that deficiency, that photo, can just be worked through service. So Great. Uh, what would a good uh, referral look like for you in terms of somebody that uh, we can send your way that might be interested in a demo? Uh, what would be kind of some, uh, an example of a profile of your typical client? So right now, most of our customers are fire protection companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, Albany Fire, they're a customer of ours. They're right over in Waterville. Um, so someone who basically does the installation of the fire system. So whether it be the fire sprinklers or the fire alarms, um, They've signed a contract and they're doing the inspections. They would be our customer. Um, we also are breaking into universities as well. Uh, University of Virginia is a customer of ours. Um, they're a small city amongst themselves and they have to perform all these inspections at all these buildings. Um, so it's pretty much universities, large universities and um, contractors right now. Um, but we do also have the opportunity to break into sort of large facilities, sort of like a Momentum or a, a GE, um, where they might do their own fire inspections as well. Great. Uh, again, we're talking with uh, Jennifer Harris from Inspect Point. Now, one last question for you, and then yeah. I'd like a, a summary of how to get in touch with you, how to get a how to get a demo. Uh, what uh, would you say in terms of um, where you see going next. Uh, you mentioned some, maybe some changes in your plans, but what might be something we can look forward to seeing or something that maybe even be completely different from this that might be in, on your horizon? So right now we are inspection only. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking to break into service as well. Our 
our platform is sort of making the extension into it through the deficiencies, um, working deficiencies. What we look to add is that service portion. So basically, we are your entire fire protection platform. You do the inspections and you work service through us. Um, we're also looking to add a customer portal. So your customers can log on and get their reports. They can get notified that an inspection is coming up and they can set the schedule to kind of take um, work off of the back office, let your customers sort of help it. So basically we look to run the entire fire protection industry for our company. So. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, so before we wrap it up, tell us uh, how to find you on the web and, and some ways to connect with you and how to get a demo. Okay, perfect. So uh, if you go to www.inspectpoint.com, um, that's our website. You can request a demo there. Um, if you want to chat, I'm Jennifer Harris again, and my email is uh, jennifer at inspectpoint.com. Great. It's been a pleasure having you, and thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you.